My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! Come on, I got your pants. Trust me. Frank? Frank, get it. Hold on. Come on. Frank, please. I got it. Frank. I don't got it. Frank, Frank get off me. What are you doing? I'm trying to get traction. This is ridiculous. Wait. Just leave me alone. That was a disaster. You're too heavy. Hey, everybody. This is Pop Horror Review, the movie podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hello. Hi. And today, if you couldn't tell from our clip, we are talking about Jungle Cruise. Uh, in theaters and on Disney Plus. Um, I said that quickly. Say this is gonna be really weird, but when I was editing that little audio clip, and like I was listening to the levels without the video, some of that sounds like a sex scene. Yeah, I was like, "What are you like? What is <laughs> happening with this clip right now?" Because you hear like the foot, the because the scene is when they're swinging. Um, I think where it's like with Trader Sam's like um, tribe. And like you hear the thud from the foot, and I'm like, this literally, and then it's like, get off of me! What are you doing? I'm like, this literally sounds like a sex scene. I, I'm a little uncomfortable at the moment. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, hey everyone, how you doing? That was towards you guys. Us? Sorry. Oh, yeah. so you know us or our audience? Well, both. Okay. Yeah, no. Doing all right, recovering, recovering from a sunburn and a <laughs> Disney trip. <laughs> I don't have the sunburn, but I'm recovering from a Disney trip, which may have influenced when I watched this movie because I was. I was missing Disney. But anyway. Yeah, I purposely, I haven't been on Jungle Cruise in years, and I purposely waited an hour to go on Jungle Cruise just to see, just to see it again. Mm -hmm. And I also forgot Jungle Cruise was coming out that day, so I was wondering why I was waiting an hour to get on this fucking ride (laughs) when the park just opened. But then I was like, oh, shit, that movie came out today. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they made the changes. (laughs) It's like, and obviously this movie was filmed, what, three years ago, 2018. So they're not aware of all the changes. So everything that this movie references isn't even in the freaking. Oh, wait, when you went on, was it the new version? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize they changed Disney World already. I thought they just changed California. Oh, you didn't, you didn't go on it? I did not. No, they put, they changed the, they put all the new scenes and everything in it already oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry um see what was funny though i mean actually wait let's just start i'll we'll get into that in a second uh jimmy say the summary dr lily houghton enlists the aid of wisecracking skipper frank wolf to take her down the amazon in his ramshackle boat together they should search for an ancient tree that holds the power to heal a discovery that will change the future of medicine yes and the <sighs> and the rotten tomato score is 63 percent critics 93 percent audiences um, the drink today is the Skipper. It is uh, espresso, Kahlua, stout beer, and ice cream all in one drink. It is a little mess to make, but it, it, it's good. Uh, but anyway, let's get back into what we were saying. Um, before we do shotgun facts, I just wanted to finish what you were saying. Uh, with the Disney ride, would I, rem- I, I feel like this one actually like acknowledged that there were parts wrong with it, and they kind of made fun of those parts. Do you know what I'm kind of saying? Mm. And not 100% agree with that. Because I feel, I would, at least like when I was like, oh, like I know they got rid of the, if I can remember what they got rid of, they got rid of the tribe, right? At the end. 
and got I, rid of all of the natives. And I feel like with this one, they were like, at their, they made, they made, they made a line that said like, "You're making us wear all this like ridiculous stuff and like not what we are about." And I was like, "Was that supposed to be like a reshoot that they did once they found out they were changing things?" I, I don't know, but that one I noticed. I noticed like, was that like a make fun of what they were trying to change on the ride? But I don't know. Maybe I was. Maybe I read it wrong. Read into it wrong. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I don't, like, I could see where you're coming from, but I didn't get that vibe at all. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, this was filmed three years ago versus like the changes that recently were implemented, like within the last six months. But I mean, they, I know they did. I was just bored. I was bored. I was looking for a certain video on their Instagram on all theirs and they did reshoots like late 2019. But I mean, like, I feel like Disney could have still like that's still like two years before they made all these changes. But Disney knows that already. Like, I feel like they have those in the books that they're planning on changing things. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, we're going to do some shotgun. We're going to shotgun some facts. Uh, I purposely put one in there for you guys because I know you're going to love it and you'll know exactly what I'm what I'm talking about. Uh, Number one, Emily Blunt originally turned down the role of Lily twice due to exhaustion working on Mary Poppins Returns and A Quiet Place Part Two. The director flew to New York. And to meet Blunt and explain why she why she was wanted for the role, and he also brought a video from The Rock pitching the role and why they wanted her, and eventually they signed. Uh, eventually, she signed up. Apparently, um, Disney had tried to reach out to her many many times, and she said no. So it took The Rock to get her to come do this movie. Um, number two, the film has been described as being similar to The African Queen, starring uh, Humphrey Bogart and Katherine Hepburn. Which was inspired by the Walt Disney, which was, which was inspired by Walt Disney to build the Jungle Cruise ride in Disneyland. I did not know that. Jimmy, did you know? I, that? I could a hundred percent see. I as soon as I saw the trailer, I'm like, this is the African Queen. Okay, I didn't know that was based on the ride. I mean, the ride was based on that movie, so it all and makes sense. I can sense. see that all. I can see that all. I didn't know that, but I knew that like this was heavily like referenced the African Queen. I mean, so is this the second fun fact that we did that I got you that you didn't ne- necessarily know? I didn't necessarily know the second part, but I 100%. I can totally see it now. Well, that's what you said about the Sleeping Beauty things once I said it. Number three is during an interview with uh, The Rock, he proposed to have an idea to have Patty Jenkins direct this film uh, after seeing a screening of The Wonder Woman. uh, And then apparently Disney was like, no. Uh, And she was never offered the position, which I was like, I was was thinking back the movie and I was like, I can see her doing this movie. I feel like she could do a really good could do a really good job with this movie. Number four, the city of the the city in Brazil when they, when you first meet the Rock, uh, when they meet uh, together, Emily Blunt and the Rock meet. Uh, that almost was entirely built, uh, practically, because I remember there's a video on, I think the Jungle Cruise's Instagram that show like they kind of pan out with a, a drone, and like most of that is practical and built, which I was pretty impressed with. That was like a first look at that movie. Was that what that was? Yeah, I remember okay. when that came out a couple of years ago. That's like the only thing that's practically built in this movie. <laughs> oh, and well, there was. I actually watched a featurette. There are some other things that I was surprised that were. Uh, what's that? What that burning thing? That the thing that that big tribe thing that was burning. I, I saw that was real. I think the the not the last half of the movie. Once they got to like once they were everything on the river in the last half. Yes, you're right. But I think some of the stuff in the beginning was practical. And then my favorite one for you guys, number five, Emily Blunt and Ed, and Edgar Ramirez was reunited after the girl on the train. He was in the girl. Why would we train? like that? It's a joke because I know you guys hate that movie. Oh, he was in the girl on the train. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I saw the movie. I don't remember him in it. Uh, I don't yeah, he was. He was the husband. 
have no recollection of him. Well, oh no, he was the psychiatrist. Nope. That should that we should have done that for Pop Poor PU, Girl on the Train. Maybe yeah. maybe later. It sucks because I read that book in one night and I was so hyped up and then like to my detriment the movie was so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey dog biters, Mike here, host of the Man Bites Dog Podcast. I came here today to give a little promo for our show, but I made the mistake of telling my co-hosts it might be funny if they came in and were mean to me. Uh, well, here's how that went. Hi, I'm Mike Hill, host of the Man Bites Dog Podcast, a game show where I ask you, f- you, Mike. Okay. That, all right, well, that's unnecessary. Oh, you're unnecessary. Okay. F- it, I'll do the thing later. <laughs> what do you want us to say? I was being mean, you f- All right. That is true. Right. He was doing what you asked. Okay, I give it's up. It's not my f- problem if you have a f- problem with me f- talking to you. When you say talk to me. Say something mean. I said something mean, and you're gonna be like, oh, don't, don't just do it by myself later. I already deleted everything I wrote. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Man bites dog. It's a lot like that, except there's less bleeping, and there's a news quiz. Oh God. But okay, now we're moving into the movie. Um, did we like it? Yeah. I thought it was okay. I, I mean, it's no first, let me be specific on this. It's no first Pirates, but I don't know if it's The Rock or what it is, but I did enjoy the movie. I liked it. Yeah. I did not love it. Exactly. I'm with you. I think it's a lesser version of The Mummy. I don't think I've ever saw The Mummy. I can see that too. I think we had a fight about this the other week, Matt. You need to see The Mummy. The Brendan Fraser one, right? Have you? Yeah. Have you not seen The Mummy with Brendan Fraser? That's like one of my favorite movies. I've written the- that's like one of my top five movies. Whenever that one is on and the second one is on, I always watch it. Oh, okay. I've been on the ride a lot in Universal. I've never seen the movie, but that's so funny. That does not help you. When <laughs> when I was doing the fun, when I was doing the shotgun facts, uh, one of them was like literally had, I think, bullet per bullet what was similar to this movie to The Mummy. And I just didn't put that in there because I didn't understand any of it because I never saw The Mummy. But now Matt, that makes sense. How have you, okay. We are doing one day when we have to watch The Mummy. Because the first mummy and the second mummy are really good. And like I think even Jimmy has to admit that the first mummy is good. The first mummy is amazing. I actually hated the second one. Wait, That's Hammett? weird. I love the second one, which is The Rock's first feature film. Oh, yeah, he's a scorpion. No, 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 no. What? A CGI'd rock. Is, no, he, he's in it in the beginning. I know, but it, the CGI is just too bad. Okay. I can't. It's All just right, so Jimmy, bad. Bes- besides the CGI part, that's his first feature film. As the Scorpion King. Yeah, oh, okay. I, that. I know him in it. I never saw the movie, but how many so mummies? You, how many mummies are there? There's, there's three. three, but um, the third one you don't have to watch. Wait, guys, <laughs> we can just do. By the way, guys, if you didn't know, I was gonna plug it anyway. Uh, starting after this, starting in September, we are doing a new format for the for the podcast, where each month is themed. What if we do a themed Mummy Month, and we can add the I... reboot? We can add the reboot for the fourth week. Mm, that's too much bad movies. Okay, we'll think about uh, it. I would do it just to watch to talk about the first two, but like literally, like I fell asleep during the reboot. That's with Tom Hanks, <laughs> like, right? No, Tom, Tom Hanks. Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Not Tom. Tom Hanks. It probably would have been good. I saw that movie twice, twice in my entire life. Once with um, Jimmy and our, and then once with my parents. And I fell asleep during the same parts of the movie, so I don't even remember half the movie. Well, hope maybe we maybe we can. Put that into like a slow storage. Maybe have a mummy month one 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 month. So we'll we'll keep that in mind. But anyway, but the, yeah, this, this movie. Is li- 
Sorry, Matt, but yeah, like you have to watch it because this is literally a like almost like shot for shot exact story. Now, is it because of like the like the people in the beginning, like the fifth? Is it fifteenth century? What was it like the Edgar Ramirez characters? Is that is that why it's very very similar? Like is that the plot that the mummy has? Well, yeah, because I mean it's ancient Egypt, but it's basically like a dude. I mean, it's not all. It's like a dude who got wrong and died the wrong way. And mm-hmm. then, like, a mummy, which is, spoiler alert, like, kind of like what Edgar Ramirez's character is. Then you have Rachel Weiss's character, who is basically Emily Blunt, like, okay. to a T. And then you have Brendan Fraser, who is literally uh, doing The Rock Johnson's character to a T. And Rachel Weiss's character, the mummy, brother tags along Jonathan, who is basically um, McGregor to a T as well. Okay, well, now that I see, now that I hear that, yes, it does, it is very similar. But I don't, but at the same time, I don't hate the movie any less. I don't hate it. It's just, it's a lesser version of The Mummy. Like, if you saw The Mummy, then you would be like, okay, I see the difference. I I have to, (laughs) we'll have to check back with that one. But um, yeah, I I was, I have to say, like, I, it, like Kelly said, it was, I didn't love it, but I liked it. Like, it, it's fun. I have to say, they captured the ride part of it pretty well. I thought the, 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 the puns were really well. The very beginning, I was like, that's the ride. Exactly. See the back of the waterfall, that's the ride. And like, it gave me a little bit of like Disney nostalgia. So I was like, oh, this is great. And then it kind of went into the plot. And I thought the two of them were great, especially when I don't know what the fuck Rock the Rock does. Once he came on screen, I liked it a little better. I don't know what he does to movies. Uh, I think it's him and Emily Blunt for sure. Like it's because they're such charismatic characters and for something, I don't know what it is, but the two of them, you just like gravitate towards them. Mm -hmm. So like watching them on screen is just like an absolute utter joy, regardless of how bad the movie is, except girl on the train. That one I have to say like didn't work. But when Emily Blunt's playing a joyful character, you just can't help but like want to watch her. And the same thing with The Rock. Like, no matter what The Rock is in, almost, like, you just want to watch him because he's so, like, he's just such a likable character. Like, they just have that on-screen presence. Yeah, I know. I now understand why they wanted her in this role because I feel like it, it boosts up the movie a little bit, especially with the two of them and their back and forth and the brother. The I mean, I thought the acting was pretty good. The story, I thought, was decent. Like, even when they took that really left turn where uh, The Rock turns out to be, like, 400 years old, I wasn't like, what the fuck is this? And I, and I kind of lost interest. It kind of fit. I kind of, the the pacing kind of went with it. everything kind of, it wasn't the most original thing, but it kind of, you know, it, it worked. The story was kind of weak. I'll admit that the story was weak. We kind of went through stuff a little quickly in terms of pacing, in my opinion. Um, the story just kind of, for me, just kind of felt like a throwaway, like pirate story, like, this could have been a Pirates of the Caribbean storyline, to be honest. Yeah. When you said so, that, literally, yeah. I thought Edgar Ramirez. I was like, you know who would be really good in this role? Javier Bardem. But I was like, oh, then it'll be Pirates <laughs> 5. So that, that can't been be there, done that. <laughs> Sorry, continue. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this, it's not a bad story. Like, it's interesting enough. But literally, it almost seems like it was, like, lifted from a, a throwaway pirate story and just, like, put it on here put into this movie i'm just curious what did you think was like kind of like rushed through just like the whole thing with um like when we got into the twist and we found out like the real story behind um edgar ramirez's character i'm sorry i don't remember his name and uh the rocks like background it's like they went through like it was fine but then it was just kind of like 
I don't know. I just like, I didn't feel really like any connection. And I almost felt like this backstory almost wasn't even necessary for Edgar Ramirez's character because he was such a one note villain. Like I get, I get the Edgar Ramirez like that. He kind of was a little like, like what? Yeah. Go, sorry. Go. And, and then I was like, who are these other people that are with him? I had like no idea who they were. And just like, it didn't even connect to me. Oh, they were part of his army. I was like, wait, what? Who are they? Like, what? I think <laughs> the villain thing I get, I get you. Cause it, there also was uh, what's his name? Jesse Plemons, right? Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. I, I was confused about that. So they're the, they had, too. that was like the typical thing where like you put too many villains and they're like, the obvious, it's almost like I always watch cooking shows and they're like, when you do things two ways, it's never two better ways. as one way. And it's yeah, like, so, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but I do, was, but I do like the rocks. I kind of like the rocks background that scene. I thought that was good. No, no, no. Yeah, that was fine. It's just the villains, like every, they were so flat. Yes. That I will give you the villains. The villains was the, pro- I think that was probably the biggest problem for me of the movie, but I will say the, I'm sorry. The second thing that was equal to that. I wish they didn't have to be together. Like, I wish they just were all, like, kind of, like, a family of friends. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why they had to be romantically involved, The Rock and Emily Blunt. Uh, I felt like it kind of felt a little forced to me. For a sequel. I guess. But they can still be, like, a family of, like, friends. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to be I together. Mean, I mean, I can kind of see it. But then it's also, like, I do see what Matt's saying. Because I was, like, they have great chemistry. But they have, like, friend zone chemistry. Yes, exactly. In my, in my opinion. Versus romantic chemistry. Because... I was just like, I'm not really feeling them as a couple, but mm-hmm. I'm feeling them as like a kind of family type of unit. Hundred like percent. So, like, my biggest gripe with this movie is the CGI. The CGI, there was way too much, way too much, and I think that really took away from the magic of what this movie could have been if they had stuck with more practical effects. And they were filming on location, which like. Like, they were filming in Hawaii, I'm pretty sure. Jimothy. <laughs> Jimmy's mic just <laughs> fell. Did you hit it's it or just fall? No, it's because he's brushing I, his hair with I his hit it. I was itching my head. <laughs> he's brushing his hair right now. I feel like we really but... should record the podcast sometimes. Because just to watch, just, and, and just have the whole thing on You're Instagram, just, just Jimmy. be Jimmy's screen. That's it. Just, just watch what he's saying. Do it. What did, what, we'll start a series, what did Jimmy do this episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a good but, idea, actually. <laughs> But there is literally, like, just way too much CGI in this. Like, uh, and it's not even great CGI either. Like, I, my parents are actually watching it right now, and mm-hmm. I was re-watching it. So the part where they're um, in the very beginning where Emily Blunt's like, I can't swim, and she's, like, running away, and they're trying to get to her, and she's trying to get on the boat. They literally have hit the rock, like, throwing the rope around, like, the poles so that the boat will go, like, make a hard right. It's a CG. It was a CGI rope, and it looks so bad now that I saw it. Oh, I like, didn't. So I didn't. Yo, I have to rewatch it then because we. I, I, we, I watched it on Disney Plus, so I have it. So I, I need to rewatch that. But no, yeah, that's why I'm, I watched it too. So I rewatched it. Oh my god, it's so bad. But I like, just remember it being really bad CGI. Yeah, the CGI is horrible. The beginning, I didn't notice as much because I know because I also like you can tell like the. Well, at least when they the whole like the whole sequence when they were in like the in the very beginning the the town of Brazil like I said in the, in the shotgun facts that I I could tell was real I didn't notice the the pole thing the rope but, thing but, but see like that's where I think I saw a lot of the bad CGI was when it was all practical it's like they got lazy because you could tell the difference you can tell what what was what yeah oh I didn't notice it as much I noticed it more towards the end of the movie but at the same time I noticed it oh no the entire beginning of the movie is like CGI except when they're running through the forest 
like even when they're sitting in the freaking restaurant, the back is all CGI. When the her the London Street, that's all CGI. That's yeah, that was wait, wait, the scene in the very, very beginning or the scene in Brazil? I'm trying to both like both. Oh, I I thought Brazil looked good. I, I didn't I mean I maybe I had to rewatch it because I didn't think it was that bad. It wasn't the worst because obviously the trees were either were practical, but like it was bad and London was really bad and like I was just like, whoa, did they just film everything on a green screen? Like, why did they even go to Hawaii? Because I, I, cause that's like, because I, I know I was looking at their Instagram and I saw like behind the scenes and like all the stuff was like green screen. But like they also had stuff where it was like the, the um, until they get on the boat, all that. I thought it looked like they were filming. It looked like they were filming in person. So I, I, I didn't get it then. But as the movie went on, I noticed it more and more because it was very apparent. But also I was enjoying the charm of the movie. So it, I, I was able to kind of like push it away more than other movies where it, it's not as fun to watch. So, I mean, it was, it didn't take, I mean, like I still liked the movie, but like the amount of CGI this movie had was ridiculous. Like it was ridiculous. And it's just, it makes me like yearn for back when the first pirates came out, like that was like almost all like the amount of practical CGI effects, like, it was it's just amazing and it's like it just elevates the movie so much more and then matt when you finally do watch the original mummy with brendan fraser mm-hmm. like you'll see how much like the practical effects in that movie how much it elevates it especially like when you do period type movies like this mm-hmm. when you do for me when you do period type movies especially in this period like you should be using more practical effects like cgi and everything it's like it takes away from it for me i will say though um the two th- may- well, this movie made me want to watch Pirates of the Curse of the the Black Pearl for the first one. It made me want to watch that because I was like, it gave me vibes of a pirate story. Second, I mean, there was two other things. One, I can totally see them change. I know they just changed Jungle Cruise, but I can totally see them changing Jungle Cruise. Similar to anyone who's listening, if you've been to the Pirates uh in California, you know how guys, you know how like it goes, like it's like the normal thing. You kind of dive deep into the story sort of situation. I could totally see them doing that for like this ride where like you do the normal cruise and then you dive deep into like that, like, um, like South American, like hidden thing underwater. And I wouldn't really hate it. I don't, I don't know why I, I, I kind of would, I wouldn't mind that ride, even though it'd be very similar to pirates. And third, well, I think, it's gotta make a much, it's gotta make money. I, I don't know how much money it's going to make. No. Yeah. It's I, made like, what? 71 million worldwide plus. It made, it made 91. I think they said all together with Disney plus. Yeah. But, it's be rough. but 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 like I mean I don't think they implemented any pirates thing until at least the second pirates and that movie did like that has one of the biggest opening group weekends of all time. Yes, or the second or third one, and you are correct, Jimmy, because I remember they didn't implement uh, Davy Jones until much later. Yeah, but, like the Kraken. I remember the Kraken was in it at one yes. point, but they took that out. I did, and read- they kept changing the opening "Dead Men Tell No Tales" to whatever villain the movie yeah. was. I yeah. did. Davy Jones was the first one. I don't remember. Uh, and then Blackbeard was after. Yeah, but and before the- that, they didn't have that. Mi- well, I'm talking about Disney World right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about Disney World. Too. Yeah, they didn't have that miss thing until I get. I think until like the second or third Pirates. But I did read that there there is a sequel in development. I don't know how true it is, but I did. I think because I was also. I don't- what I think that could I though I don't I think that could be dropped very soon. It could. I think they have to see. But I I think yeah. I, I think it could. They have to wait and see. But I read their talks about it. But I was shocked that they. I mean, me and Jimmy talked about it. I was shocked that they released the Disney Plus numbers because we made a joke about it back in Black Widow. 
And I feel like they only, and Jimmy said they, and I kind of agree with him, they only did because of the whole Scarlett Johansson lawsuit to try and like get them off of that. But I felt it did pretty well on Disney Plus for, for the times we're in. I thought it did decent. I think it did well on Disney Plus. I'm not saying that it didn't do well, but in terms of actually turning like a profit, it's going to be really, really difficult because it has a 200 million budget. Has any movie yeah, during I, the pandemic made a uh, made a profit yet? Fast Nine. Oh, has oh that's true. That's almost that's like over half a billion. That's true. That's true. Uh, and I think a Quiet Place. Quiet place. Too. Okay. Did Black Widow yet or no? I think Black Widow is just like below making breaking even. Okay. I mean, I think that I mean when I saw I saw it in the theater and I, I it was pretty crowded. I mean, it was like seventy five percent sold out. Um, Which one? Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. Okay. And it was a Sunday afternoon. So, I mean, it, I mean, it was like a lot of families. So, I mean, I don't think, I mean, it might not do as well just because we're in a pandemic and we're not going to see the box office numbers we're used to. But I mean, I think it would have, it would have probably hit 200 million if we were normal, normal times, I feel. Oh, for sure. This movie would have turned a profit in normal times, but with pandemic times, I'm not even sure if it'll break even. But that's what I'm saying. I, I I wouldn't be shocked if a sequel came about because one, they know for a pandemic it did decent, and did two, Cruella, and did Cruella make a profit? They didn't. They that never was a re- low budget movie. They never. They never released the Disney Plus numbers. They but were it like, made like seventy or eighty million. It made um. It made, in the box office. It made thirty on Disney Plus, and I think like what was it, twenty five in theaters the opening weekend? Yeah. Apparently, like yeah. Total right now. Oh, I, Jimmy, you want to Google that? I just. What it's budget, budget in the box well, office. It's budget right in now. its box office. Because the Rock also draws a crowd, so I feel like once the second one comes out, it will be past, hopefully past post post pandemic. Cruella made two twenty six worldwide. And its budget was one to two hundred million. So if it, let's if it was a hundred dollars, a hundred million dollars, then yeah, it probably made its budget back without the Disney Plus numbers. If it made. If it was 200, it did not because you would need at least 350, 400 million to break even. See, there. for me, my the big issue is that Cruella was heavily, heavily marketed. So, but Disney Plus, I'm they thinking, get the whole profit, right? Disney, they get the whole plot profit. Yeah. Okay. I don't but think, it's like, but it's like with a 30 million profit that they take all together, like I feel like that barely covers their marketing costs. No, I know. I just want, I'm, I really wish they released it because I'm curious, like, 30 million was the opening weekend. I'm curious how many people bought it after. Like, did people wait a couple days? But and- don't forget, it's also on iTunes right now. And then wait, just wait until it like becomes available to rent normally. It'll make a lot of money there. Hopefully, because uh, a lot of people might just be like, let me just get Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't want to spend the extra. Th- oh, once it goes under Disney Plus, that's, that's another- Disney Disney Plus is so stupid that they keep putting the fucking date when it's going to be free on there. That's this month. It comes out this month on Disney Plus. I think on the beginning, at the end of the month. Um, yeah. So I mean, it'll it'll all depend on like their their like viewerships. But I mean, it's saying right here, its opening weekend was about twenty million in revenue for Disney. But then it also is this Cruella? Yeah. Oh, okay. It also uh, the UK. It made about two point. Four million, and then it said fifteen thousand viewers in Germany and ninety and I'm sorry and nine thousand viewers in Australia. They don't give money wise though. Mm. I just think The Rock has a lot of draw. So like, if they were gonna do a sequel, like that would be a big thing. If he comes back, but I do think Emma Stone has a lot of draw too. I know, but oh, but she might. But I wonder if I wonder because there's rumors she might be suing as well. Do you think they would scratch that sequel if that happens? Yes. 
Because The Rock made a very clear point. He's not suing. But I also heard that Emily Blunt might now sue because of Jungle Cruise. If that's the issue, then you have a whole nother issue of the male stars getting paid more than the female stars when it came to this when it came to this box office. No, yeah. I, I deal, back end deal. So be, that, be, that, that that is the least of Disney's worries. No, I'm saying to be honest with you, I, I kind of I kind of stand with the actors because also like HBO Max, I was telling this to Jimmy, you didn't see any problems Maybe in the beginning, you might have saw some problems. In the beginning, you did. There were issues in the beginning. But HBO Max, I know they gave Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot $20 million each for Wonder Woman, and saying this, this, what we estimate would have been a back-end deal for you if we were in a pandemic times. And to be honest with you, Disney should have done that because their, HBO Max isn't making any profit, I don't think, off of HBO Max because it's not charging anything. Disney's actually getting a profit from well, it's, that. it's making money from its subscribers. Well, what I'm saying is Disney's also making, on top of the subscribers, they're making money off of the profit from from the premier access. So they could have, they could be making compensating for the actors. I, I'm sorry. And also like Disney, I love Disney. I work for Disney, but they also, they, they don't really have a leg to stand on with this they, to drag people through the mud. But yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, Oh, they're like, this is unheard of. Like, this is how well, and this is how much money like Scarlett Johansson made. Blah, blah. And it's like, let's be honest. If this wasn't pandemic times, black widow would have easily crossed the billion dollar mark. And Scarlett Johansson would have made fucking bank. They they really should stop talking because it's not helping them at all. Even Bob Iger no. came out and said said stuff like he's like it's the new CEO, which I don't really. This new CEO is being a little weird, but yeah, like I sit, stand with the actors on this. Like obviously, like I enjoy having the ability to have the movie at home. Should I choose to watch it mm-hmm. that way? But it's also just like okay, but like if you made a deal with these actors. You you signed a contract with these actors like years ago. This wasn't it's pre-pandemic, and it's like okay, they're expecting this much because they know the movie's gonna be this big. Like Jungle Cruise, hundred percent. Like Emily Blunt would have made a lot of money off Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. It's it's her and it's The Rock. Like he's a box office gold. Yeah. Like they're losing out on a lot of profits, and it's because the reason they're losing out on a lot of profits is not just because of the pandemic. It's also because you're putting it on Disney Plus yeah. because. It, all those people who watch it on Disney Plus, like, you don't know if not putting it on there would have driven them more to the theater. You don't know if they would have gone to the theater and, and actually, like, watched it. Like, you have no idea how that would have affected. And again, like, we were talking about families of four or five. That's four or five tickets. that, that That's profits that's being missed out on. No, exactly. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm curious if The Rock didn't say anything because he wants to make a sequel. I'm not sure. I, I, or I he think- want... Let me. I know The Rock's not going to say anything because one, The Rock is not going to rock any waters with Disney. Two, The Rock is so successful, and he's definitely aware of he, that he's box office gold. That it makes no sense for him to get in a fight with Disney right now. No, and yes. he doesn't need to because it's he'll, like he'll make it on the sequel. If if they make a sequel, he'll he'll make that money back on a sequel. That's actually a good point, Jim, because I just read Scarlett Johansson. The only reason she went through with it is because they they kind of said that there's no more. She's kind of done. So like it's not like you're. It's a it's a win win for her. Like she has nothing to lose. So that actually makes sense too. Yeah, but that yeah. means then she then she sacrifices any other films with Disney. Well, she's. I was actually going to talk about this later because she's also there was well at one point a couple earlier this year I think they announced that she was producing a terror terror reboot. Yeah. And I don't know that that's happening anymore. I think that they're going to give 
Scarlett Johansson what she wants in the end. Because I guess she's, she's too much of a, pro- a a property to for them to lose out on. Exactly. One, like literally, how much money has she made with you from the from the Marvel movies just alone? I don't know if she's done any other Disney movies lately. Has she? I can't remember. No, Scarlett Johansson. But this is also what I was trying to say with The Rock is that Scarlett Johansson does mostly like indie type movies when mm-hmm. not doing a Marvel movie. So it's like her salary is obviously going to be significantly lower than The Rock's in every in every capacity. The Rock mm-hmm. always does blockbusters, so that's why I was like, The Rock doesn't need to go against Disney because he's like, I'm I have blockbusters in like every single every single major studio. Yeah. So like he's making more than enough money in regards to that. But Scarlett Johansson, it's like I rarely Scarlett Johansson is basically like I rarely do blockbusters anymore after like Ghost in the Shell. She mostly does indie type movies. Yeah. It's like this is where she's getting the big payday and like she's losing out on it because of the streaming issue. No, yeah, yeah. I it's a whole I feel like that's a I feel like Disney like I feel like Warner Brothers at least like I think they just dealt with it up front and like Disney never did and then like it, it's now finally coming to a head because no one in Mulan it's no, but no one Disney in Mulan was picking and choosing. No, I know, Disney but kept picking and choosing. But no one in Mulan yeah, that's is gonna. The worst part. No one, I, yes, and no one in Mulan's gonna come after Disney because there no one really big is in it. I feel like not enough to come after Disney like that. What other movies did they? Cruella, I'm not. I, well, you hear about Emma Stone, but besides that, then it's Black Widow, right? There, oh Raya, and there's not really anyone huge to like fight Disney. I feel like if Emma Stone would have came out first, it's like I feel like it was either Emma Stone and. Or Scarlett Johansson, because those yeah. are the, the first like big, big box office draws to ma- maybe kind of realize what they're worth. Like Kelly Marie Tran definitely got like a big payday for being the voice of Raya. Yeah. So it's kind of like versus what she's doing now, you know, that's like she's making more money than she probably made. I mean, this is just speculation, guys. Like we're not saying that she definitely did make a lot of money, yeah. but assuming as the lead of a movie that Disney made a premiere exclusive, you would assume that she got a bigger payday than she did for, let's say star Wars episode eight. I also think they were trying to help. I think they were trying to mend their relationship with her after the whole star Wars experience. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, who is she to like go and sue Disney for, for Raya. Exactly. And like in Mulan too, it's like, there wasn't i feel like that exactly like there's no one who's like assuming like the girl who played Moana, she in america she's not that big of an actress yet right she's more no, very, she's only had she's only had one other american movie and that was the forbidden kingdom and she was like 18 years old and that came out in 2008 the only person two people in that movie who had any clout was jet lee and donnie yen they're not gonna say anything because they probably got huge paydays so it's yeah. like who are they to complain because I think Jungle... Or they didn't have back-end deals. That too. Yeah. You know, they probably got paid up front because Jet Li was, wasn't even really in the movie that much. Same with Johnny Yen, so... Um, is this the last, as of right now, the last Disney Premier Access movie, Jungle Cruise? Yeah. I mean, Free Guy is theatrical only, and then Shang-Chi is theatrical only. Well, if any of this is true, like what they're saying with the whole Scarlett Johansson thing, like Kevin Feige apparently was pissed, so I would be shocked if another Marvel movie went on Premier Access. If it's, if any of it's true, I don't I don't really know. But I mean, before but I mean, does anyone have anything else to say about the movie? Because I have one more fact before we go. I mean, one that one little thing I want to talk about before we go. No. No. Yeah. This. I mean, yeah. This was. A, I mean, if you're before we get into the other thing, but if you're thinking about watching it, watch it because it is a fun movie. It's, it's like a good a, popcorn. 
It's a good summer blockbuster. It's a fan. It's a fun like fantasy movie. Yeah, it's like the I th- I thought at least the acting was good. I mean, it keeps you moving. It's you don't really. I never got taken out of the movie where I was like, okay, like I'm waiting. The time kind of went by fast for a two hour movie, at least in my opinion. I, I thought it yeah, was decent. It, I like it. It's super fun. It's a great family movie. Um, it's just and it keeps your interest. Like it's nothing. Like I can't even. I'm I'm not gonna be like, oh, it's super super bad or anything like that. It's just like. It's nothing outstanding, but it's a movie that will keep your interest. I will say, if they're going to make a sequel, they should make a Christmas sequel called The Jingle Cruise, and that would be amazing. Nope, that sounds like garbage. <laughs> I know, but it's like, I just like how, I mean, if they're going with the ride, you know? It made me want to... Yeah, but I, I mean, they do that at the ride every year. I know, but I, I, now that Kelly says she went on the ride before the movie, I'm kind of mad I didn't go on the ride when I was there last week. I'm I was very like, surprised Damn. you didn't. I could have sworn I texted you about it. I don't think so. I think we were talking, and I was like, uh, you were at Animal Kingdom that day, weren't you? What day did you go? The first uh, Thursday? Yeah. No, Friday, I'm sorry? No, Friday, Friday, Oh, yeah. yeah. Did we talk yeah, about you it? Were, yeah, because you were like, oh, I'm at Animal Kingdom, and I told you, oh, if we finish Magic Kingdom first, like, maybe I'll hop over to Animal Kingdom. Did not happen. Magic Kingdom took fucking all day to finish, regardless of what passes you had. And I think I told you, I was like waiting on Jungle Cruise, wanted, I was like, took like a fucking hour because I forgot that the ride, the movie came out today. Oh, oh you might, and it kind of sounds familiar now. I, I just wish I did, you know what it is? Now when I go to Disney, it's like, I I, I don't, I don't, I mean, because I work there and all that stuff, I don't have to go on every single ride when I go there. So that might've been one of the ones that like foregone for another one because the lines were long. But I, I do miss seeing, because now that I heard the jokes, I, I do miss the, the cheesy puns. Like those... <laughs> That makes the ride. If that wasn't there, the ride would be not that good, to right. be honest with you. But I'm the, no, I'm the same with you because like I go to Disney a lot too, but I was with someone who hadn't been in Disney with years and wanted to do everything, you know, because I know your cousin want to to. Okay, guys, I think we said it, but me and Matt both went to Disney last week and we went around the same exact time. And he went with his cousin and I went with my friend who hadn't been there in like seven years. But like, I think Hannah, she was like more okay with like missing stuff. Right? You know what it was? I told her, what do you want to do? And she told me, so like I went with her and we did what she wanted to do. And then maybe every once in a while, like we did Space Mountain. Cause I was like, that's like one of my top movies. <laughs> or one of my top rides. rise because of me. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> let's just, I just want to give a big shout out to Kelly. Cause, oh, I, I mean, I told you this. They literally aren't big Star Wars people. And it's their favorite ride of all time. Like anyone who's listening to this podcast who wants to go to Disney World, you have to try at least try, try, try to get the Rise of Resistance to get on there because Jimmy, it is amazing. Jimmy, you know what happened? Did Matt tell you what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys. So basically what happened, this is such a side story. I woke up early and I was going to Hollywood Studios the last day of uh, my trip. And so I woke up early to get Rise of the Resistance because my friend Kevin and I really, well, Rise of the Resistance is like my second favorite ride now at Disney. And also like... um my friend Kevin wanted to go on it again. So I woke up at seven and I got a boarding group. I forgot that Matt was also going to Hollywood studios and they automatically put him in my boarding group. So I was like, it says party of three. I'm like, who is this third person? And then I saw it was, it was Matt. So I texted him. I mean, he was asleep. I was like, uh, just so you know, you got a boarding group. Um, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. So, woo-hoo. and then my flight, I was leaving that day and I got a later boarding group. There was no way that boarding group was getting called before I left, even though my flight was delayed. But I went to the rides people and I was just like, Hey, like I have an early flight. Is there any way I can get on this ride earlier? And 
they paused for a second stared because she was like oh my god what am I gonna do and she was like yeah we can override it and I was like oh wait but the third person in my party like he has a different flight so like I don't want to take it away from him he's just coming to the park later and they were like okay yeah that's chill he'll be fine we're, we'll just override you too and then I was just like, okay, Matt, you're good to go. You can go on the ride whenever the fuck you want. Today. And then, and then the and then the, shout out to those cast members because they also let me, and my cousin, and her boyfriend on the um, on the ride as well. And it was just, uh, I only ridden it once, so like I was also like, they were like, okay, cool, whatever. You've like, only ridden it once. I've only ridden it once when me and Jimmy went in January, right before the pandemic. And the pandemic happened. This was my first trip. Like this was my first trip since the pandemic. And wow. so when you said I was that, why you were so excited, I was just like, what? Cause I've been on rise of the resistance like six times. This is my number one ride at Disney. Like I, this, like this ride is like amazing. And like, I, I saw, I was so happy and like everything worked. I never got to see the, <laughs> I never got to see the lightsaber go through the ceiling. I got to see it. I was just smiling the whole ride. I was like, yes. <laughs> Ugh. And then like we came off and like, they were like, Oh my god! Like, should I watch Star Wars after? Like, they're like, they, they, it was like it changed their view of Star Wars because that's how great this ride is. So thank you, Kelly. It was amazing. And Disney, you know, I like want to go back already. But speaking of rides, I wanted to. But the last thing we do, I wanted to say, what is your favorite Disney movie based on a theme park ride? And I'll give you the ones they have. There's Jungle Cruise. There is Pirates of the Caribbean. There is Haunt the Haunted Mansion. There is Tower of Terror. There is Dinosaur. There is Mission to Mars. And there's Country Bears, and that's and then there's Tomorrowland. I'm assuming I know you guys' favorite, but let me hear. <laughs> Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, same. Pirates. I would put this that's number it. if you're just doing like by like like franchises. I would I would put Jungle Cruise number two, but also Disney's ride movies aren't that great. But I would put Jungle Cruise number two. I mean, to be quite honest, I know this is a very unpopular opinion, but I actually liked Tomorrowland. Wait, so. I thought you shitted on Tomorrowland. I think that's Jimmy. I yeah, I do not like. I was so excited for it, and it was not good. I could have swore both of you did, but I must be wrong. I could have swore both of you hated that movie. Oh, maybe you you hated the girl in it. I don't remember that. You I hate Britt Robinson. I hate Britt Robinson. That's what it yeah. is. Yes, that's what it is. Because I, I was like, I swear to God, I thought you guys were both shitting on it, but it was you didn't. You both no, don't, you Jimmy, both don't like Britt Robinson. Jimmy really hated Tomorrowland. Yeah. I like Tomorrowland. I just hate Britt Robertson. I don't mind Tomorrowland. It's not bad, but I like Jungle Cruise better. But you know what the thing is? Like I told you, remember I told you I love old school like fifty type fifties yeah. type movies yeah. that are like futuristic too. Like I have such a bias towards them, even if it's like complete garbage. The yeah. movie. And like we said, like I said before, the new ones coming out. There's a new talks of a new haunted mansion with Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield coming out, or possibly coming out. And then there's a Tower of Terror uh, reboot with uh, Scarlett Johansson Maybe. producing. Maybe, Maybe. If, if if all this goes over well with Disney and her. But I actually you know, both sound great, that, to be honest with you. Did you know that this movie, I think you probably saw it in the facts, that this movie originally was supposed to be Tom Hanks and... Um, Tim Allen? Tim Allen. And I'm like, shit, I actually really would, would have liked to see that. But also, like, The Rock is... I don't know. he. I, I would love to meet the guy, because, like, he just oozes, like... You yeah, can't not like him. Amazing, but if Tom Hanks and Tim Allen did this movie too, it yeah. also could have been very. It good. It could have been good, but it's hard to see. You know, wild Hogs, Disney's no, version of Wild. No, hogs. and I get it. I love Tim Allen. I love Tom Hanks. Don't get me wrong, but like now seeing it with The Rock, like I, I couldn't see them at that character. They have like I would have to like almost like see. I have to see it because like I can see them in the movie or doing well, a version. It would have been, been a different version. No, one hundred percent. Wrote the movie. Yeah. After. 
they were like, the rock is like, I have to give props to the rock for sticking with roles because he was cast in this in 2015. Was it real? Oh, I did read that. Yeah. And that's the same thing with like black Adam. He gets cast in movies and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to just stick with it. Well, no, um, this, the director is the same for black Adam. So let's see how yeah, black Adam is kind of nervous with the CGI. Mm-hmm. Well, they said they're doing new technologies. So maybe it's different. I don't know. I know, but it makes me like so nervous because CJ was so fucking bad in this movie. Uh, yeah, that, but also like it, it made me a little, it didn't make me as nervous because also he able, he was able to put a two hour movie together where I didn't ever want to be like, well, I want to turn this off or like, it's so long. So that's the only good thing with this guy. But is it him? I don't know if that was his. Is it doing. him or is it, is it the rock? <laughs> or is it the editors? I don't know. But um, I think we should call it a day, guys. Do you agree? Want to rate mm-hmm. it? Oh, yes. Sorry. Oh my god! I thought that's what we were. Oh, Matt, come on. What's your rating? Uh, I will give it a in between like a seven and eight. I'll give it a seven seven point five. Kelly, I was gonna give it a seven and a half as well. I was gonna give it a six, seven. Okay, that makes. Sense. I, I will say it's really funny because The Rock is like like on his Instagram. If you ever look at it, he has all these like pictures and videos where he's like, "Look at this Rotten Tomato score," but he's only showing the audience because this is his highest audience rating. And I'm like. You know, Rock, it's fine. You're good. You, I was looking at his Rotten Tomatoes. He actually doesn't do that bad. I mean, some movies are not that great, but like mo- on an average, they're at least raw. They're at least fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. There's only one movie The Rock could not save that Which I one? remember watching. Baywatch. That was so bad. Oh, I, I never saw that one. Baywatch was bad. And like, no matter, like I, the, the Rock could not save that movie. That was a bad movie. Yeah, but you know what? I mean... People, I mean, the people obviously loved it because I think it's just a fun movie. So, you know what? Go watch the movie and don't forget, start <laughs> starting in September. You're talking about Baywatch. So I was like, don't oh, watch Baywatch. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm talking about Jungle Cruise. Um, but yeah, and don't forget, before we go, we, at the uh, starting in September, our new format is starting with A24 movies. So please. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we figured out our first A24 topic. Yes, we did. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Yeah, let's 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 leave it as a a surprise. It's an A24 theme. Yes, it is. (laughs) Um, you know, yeah, and we'll see. I guess it's a good time to end it. We'll see you later, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think. So leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Horror Review. Click around www.poporreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, Patreon.com/backslash/poporreview for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.